0: Uh, time to talk some NFL. We've got uh, Farhan Lalji from Vancouver. I'm very excited to speak to you, Farhan, because uh, I've watched you for a long time, my friend, but this is the first time I actually get to speak with you on air.
1: Brandon, my pleasure. Looking forward to being on with the folks in Toronto and talking CFL football in both
0: leagues. Yeah, I love talking. Uh, I love uh, seeing you talk football, both uh, both brands, of course. Um, also, I spent a considerable amount of time this summer in Vancouver. Uh, the grouse grind, man, It's uh, it kicked uh-huh. my butt. And I know that, you know, uh, people say, look, it's a different type of training, but I'm playing hockey once a week. I'm playing soccer once. Like, I thought I'd be okay. I'm just watching everybody blow past me experienced hikers, children, uh, people that just look like general athletes. Uh, it was hard, man. You, do you, uh, Is that a regular of yours? Is that uh Do you got a time? Well, it's not a regular of mine,
1: um, but I've certainly done it uh, many times over the years. I haven't done it in the last, oh, probably two years, but. Um, it's certainly a signature event when you come to the West coast and it's not necessarily a, you know, it's kind of become more of a hike than a climb. Right. And there's certainly a lot of, um,
0: uh,
1: you know, there's there's a social element to it with the amount of people that come up and the restaurant at the top and all of that. Right. So it's a lot of fun to do. And it definitely is a challenge. Yeah.
0: There you go. Uh, the jets are in a real challenge, man. That game last night, uh, like, I can't believe it. We're going to do a bit on like bad luck. The fact that the jets would be in this situation to be excited for this season to have Aaron Rodgers, and to see him go down four plays like that, like, I don't think that there's a team. People say that the Browns have the worst luck in the NFL. Like, I think it might be the Jets.
1: Yeah, it might be. You know, that, like, when you look at that roster, it certainly is set up to get to a Super Bowl, right? I mean, the defense is is exceptionally good. And, and offensively, there were a lot of pieces. I mean, just look at Brees Hall after coming back. And, uh, you know, the, the the great play made by Garrett Wilson and just the additions that they've made. Look, the offensive line is not good. Um, I, I think there's the pieces are there to be good, but certainly they've got a ways to go. But now it's just going to get that much worse for Zach Wilson. So, you know, tough situation. Aaron Rodgers obviously felt really good about working with Nathaniel Hackett and what they were going to be able to do offensively. And just kind of, a, you know, people around him who know him felt that he was just in such a good place, right? And things had gotten stale in Green Bay and it was going to be the perfect situation for him. And for it to happen that quick and, and truthfully, like the second it happened, I thought Achilles like immediately just because you could tell there was no rolling of it. And because he had the calf problems in training camp, like to me, it just, it, it reeked of Kevin Durant, right. In the, in the playoffs that year, the Raptors won the NBA title. And, and then when that video came out of what happened when his foot hit the ground, there was a virtually identical video that came out of Kevin Durant. Right. So when they announced it afterwards, uh, no surprise, not that you want to win that prediction um, because it's just a difficult situation. My good friend, Matthew Shinetti, who's there and, toronto is like as big a jets fan as i know and you know he's that guy that paints his face and wears all the crazy outfits at the draft um and just to, to you know it, it was a, a difficult situation because that was a big storyline for the entire nfl heading into the year so to see it end after four plays is tough
0: shanetti is such a hardcore football fan like both varieties so that's how he treats the nfl does he have a tattoo of the jets though he has to. We just haven't seen it. but I believe it's
1: there. <laughs> he's got all you know. He's got all the tight, fancy suits and and you know, funky runners. There's. It's got to be masking something. Yeah.
0: We played soccer together for years when we were uh, when we were uh, television rivals. But we would play together, and he always wore these like tights. Like, I never saw anyone in, in summer weather, like, wear compression tights to play soccer. But that's uh, that's Matthew Shinetti. <laughs> there you go. Uh, there we go. Um, uh, the Bills, man. Uh, it's crazy to be in this market. And I've not said anything about the Bills in this show. 40 minutes in. <laughs> uh, but, like, they did not look good at all against a team that, especially without Aaron Rodgers for the majority of the game, um, they should have they beat. They should have looked better then. And, uh, man, they got so many problems, I think. Uh, after the first week and we see this every year right week one there's always like one standout shocking result um james winston and the saints i always think of like kind of that game as a as a standout like i can't believe that happened it, this could be that for the bills but i wonder if in you know in western new york if, if they're hitting the panic button after seeing that performance
1: yeah i would a little bit to be honest i mean I, i've certainly felt that there was going to be a little bit of regression in and around the bills roster i just don't think they've made the significant improvements they needed to make and they lost some big pieces on the defensive side of the ball, especially at linebacker. And when you saw Brees Hall having the success he did with those long runs, um, it tells you something, right, that they've got a ways to go defensively. And when that happens, more is going to be required of Josh Allen. And so when I when I looked at, at that, I mean, you know, and, and Josh, you know, we know the turnover number since he's come into the NFL, but he's improved in a lot of areas. And I, I certainly thought that, um, you know, like he's going to need to take a bit of a step just in his overall – uh, con, you know consistency and maturity. I think he's still an MVP level type of player, but you can't get into the situation where you're having to force things. And when you are, um, you know, when you've got the expectations that the, that the Bills do, and the offense is so dependent on Josh Allen. And look, it's not like uh, Joe Burrow is not, you know, what the Bengals are all about, or Patrick Mahomes is not what the Kansas City Chiefs are all about. All three of these teams lost this week, by the way. But you know, at at some point. You can't force it, and I think Allen has been guilty of that at various times, and I think he's an exceptional player, but more is going to be required of him in the offense, and I'm not sure they're capable of delivering because at the end of the day, they lean on him not just to throw the football, but to create and to run and to scramble, and it's all dependent on how he lives in the moment and reacts as opposed to play design. And I think that's a dangerous place to live when when, you know, when you've turned the ball over as much as he had and now there's going to be more pressure offensively.
0: I would love a 30-second take on Quinn Hughes, but can you first give me a 15-second take on the Seahawks?
1: <laughs> well, Seahawks defensive line, we thought it was going to be awful. It was. Uh, we, we expected it to be bad against the run, but they just couldn't generate anything in terms of pass rush. And if, you know they were able to make Matt Stafford look incredible so let's start there before we talk about geno smith they need to manufacture path rush
0: yeah they certainly do uh the canucks have a new captain quinn hughes as of yesterday the 15th captain in vancouver canucks history right choice
1: yeah, I think so. You know, I think Quinn has developed a lot. You know, when he first came into Vancouver, he was pretty soft-spoken, and you, you didn't necessarily think he was, he was an alpha. And now he's kind of found a quiet, understated way to, to deliver some messages and is, is a lot more comfortable in his own skin. And um, I think he has, has evolved his leadership skills to the point where he is the right choice. Because when you look at the other two names that have to be considered and really had been mentioned most frequently since Bo Horvat left, it was Pedersen, who's the best player on this team, But he's got a contract issue, right? So is he going to be here long term? There's every possibility, but you just don't know. And then JT Miller, who's the biggest alpha in terms of personality, Mm -hmm. has the long term deal, but also has that emotional side. And, you know, I I think there's risk there if you make him the captain. So I think um, in in terms of Quinn Hughes, he he was able to kind of thread that needle between the two and, and be the right choice. And the one thing is clear from day one, he has really impressed Rick Talkin. And, and Rick Tockett never let his name leave the, the captain's conversation. So I think it's a good fit. I think it's the right choice.
0: Farhan, this was a pleasure, man. I wish we had more time. Next time in Vancouver, I'm hitting you up. Maybe we do the grass grind. Let's do it. All right. Farhan Lalji, our TSN reporter from Vancouver, talking all things football. And I could get into uh, so much more. Those Seahawks, man, a real mess. Real West Coast love out there for the Seahawks.